Welcome to Mixing It Up Podcast. Today's guest is Mariana Salas from Saltillo, Mexico. Uh, for those who do not know, it is a city to the north of the country, about 150 kilometers uh, southwest of Texas. Mariana has been living in Israel for about eight years. Before that, she was working in Mexico in an American company in the quality department until she decided to come to Israel to pursue her master's degree. Nowadays, she lives in Ranana with her husband, Daniel, and her son, Leo. So, Mariana, uh, welcome. Thank you very much for coming to this podcast. Thank you, Oren. Thank you and to Analu for inviting me, for of hosting course. me in this night. And as well, Buju, you know my dog. Of, uh, your <laughs> He's still alive. Of course. <laughs> Buju, your dog, there, of but... course. So as most of our listeners already know, we try to talk every on every episode with someone from a different country, a different background, a different story, and, and try to understand what are the differences or the challenges For a foreigner such as yourself uh, when migrating here to Israel. Um, so the first question I would like to ask you is something that I hear a lot from many foreigners. Uh, you said that one of the challenges you felt was the Israeli behavior and how a lot of people are not the most polite. So I would like to ask, can you please tell us a bit more what do you mean and, and explain to the listeners? Look, it's very interesting because it's not like the Israelis are not polite and I have to understand that different they're coming for so many backgrounds, you know, so but it's it's this thing that when you are like on like doing the line on the bus, you know, or sometimes the line in the supermarket to pay or anything. And then someone is just going into the line, mm -hmm. like pretending like nobody see him and you're like, excuse me, I'm doing like a huge line so just go back and do it the line you know and some of them even they got offended like okay like if you you say something like out of this world and it's very common to do that on people like going to the lines like waiting for the bus on the supermarket and and it's it's annoying you know that and some of the people it's like found it like very rude But after a while you start to or you deal with them and you ask them to go to the line or just let them go inside of, like going to the line you know like you have two options and this is one of the things and as well when while while you are driving is the same you know like the people go into the lines and well well for me that's very one of the hardest things like to understand here like when the people like go in going to the line this is the most that i hated so much uh -huh. and sometimes the, the people say that the israelis are not like polite or go they go and say the thing goes straight and i i had a lecture very interesting about why the israelis are not um, so polite as we used to for example for the americans or the latin americans 
that you start an email like, hi, how are you? I hope everything is well. Mm-hmm. Do you mind, like, you know, after like asking for their family, friends, the dog, and then you ask for what you want. And here's like, hi, can you provide me with this information? And the people like found it very rude. On one hand, okay, but it goes straight to the point, you know, I, I start to, to love, like to get used to and to like this idea, it goes straight to the point. You don't have to write like three, four lines asking for all the family kisses sparkling and then ask what, what do you want? So I don't know, yeah. but this is like at the beginning that people found like very rude, like, wow, this person just go astray and say what they want. But this is what I what I This meant. is very interesting because I never thought about it like that. Like as someone who is very Israeli, when I write an email, it's always like, hi, I need one, two, three. Thank you. And I never even thought that for someone from a different culture, this can come off, come across as, as something that is rude. Uh, so that's very interesting. And one of the goals of the podcast is actually for Israelis to hear things that we do that for us seem normal and for foreigners are like very striking. So that's a great example. Thank you for that. And about the whole cutting in line, would you say that that's something that would not happen in Mexico? Well, it's not, I mean, it, I mean, it never happened to me, like in the supermarket, mm-hmm. like, and you know, it's very, it's very, very funny. The last time that I was in Mexico, like in Mexico City, doing the line for the, in, 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 the, in the airport, I was doing like the line to, to board like the, the plane to come to Israel. And I was in Mexico. And, that, and then suddenly I saw someone like going to the line. And I thought, this is Israeli. Yes, it was Israeli. But like it was from the entire line of people like doing the line, the only Israeli one was the one who would go in the middle of the line. Yeah. It was Israeli. So yeah. we already know like whoever is going into the line is going to be an Israeli. It's That's, like very well known like among our community. Really? That, yes, we have like, but it's it's very weird like you, they, that you find someone going to the line as 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 as, as it's here, you know, like I, I don't know, it's more common here that someone in Mexico. I mean, never happened to me. Like I mean, really, but here is more common. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting because Israelis often don't see or don't even understand how rude the actions are. Cutting in line is something that looks very natural, and also being very informal. Like in Latin American culture, you would call someone senor, senora, and so on. Here it's like a first name basis automatically, which for me, even for me, sometimes I find it kind of striking, like some guy in the gym that comes up to me and starts to talk to me, like using my first name. It's like, I don't, I don't even know you. But here it's, it's very common. Is that something that you also found weird when you moved here? It's not because in Mexico or in Latin America countries, we're very polite. Mm-hmm. So we don't found it rude. We found it like, oh my God, really? You give me the confidence to speak to you with your name, like not to, to call mm. you with your last name. You know, for me, it was like, when the people get mad, like, no, 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 don't call me ja- eh, Mr. I don't know, whatever it's, call me Yael. Ah, okay, hi, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it, it, even with my family-in-law, they're from Argentina, and even they, they understand why I'm saying like, señora, señor, Mm. But here, my, my mother-in-law, since the beginning, she said, like, please call me Karen. And I was like, oh. And when my mom <laughs> heard me to say to her, like, Karen, my mom was like, are you kidding me? You are calling to your mother-in-law, like, Karen? Like, it was like one of your friends. 
like she told me to call her like that and she get got mad because I call her like senora mm-hmm. you know what I mean and on one hand it's cool on the other hand when I go back to Mexico now I start to call to everyone to their I don't call anyone to senora senor anymore mm. and then the people found it rude and I was like oh damn it here you need to be polite you know but I, I on from this part I really like it here it's more like I don't know here, here, you know, in Mexico, we call it ingeniero, licenciado. Here, like, I don't know, it's like Oren, I don't know, eh, tal, gal, whatever. It's it's cool. Nobody called you for your title. Nobody cares, yeah. like, yeah. licenciado, ingeniero. Of course, no, interesting. Know, you know? Very interesting. And so basically, would you say that the people and the culture here is more easygoing than the culture that you have in Latin America or in Mexican culture? Yes, it's very easygoing. They are very more like flexible, I think so. And as I say, like very straight to the point, you don't, you don't have to, how say, like, I don't know how to say in English, like, quedar bien, like to, I don't know, I don't know how to say in English, uh, but it's more like uh, they don't care about like if you that even you know they, they don't they don't care how they dress here you know mm-hmm. like you can go to the office and the people are like in, in shorts in t-shirts yeah. like really very relaxed and nobody is like in, in Latin America is as I see you is how I judge you treat you judge you. uh-huh here who you know the CEO of my company, was like with that t-shirt like uh this propaganda shirt really? and I was like you are the CEO of the company you're like not in this one but like in one of my previous jobs the guy always in in, in sneakers like pants like very flexible as well the mentality here is more like I, like I don't care you know I don't yeah. it's not that I don't care it's more like I I care for things that are more important that how do I look of or, course of course you know like of course those, those things more flexible completely yeah and we love like like, like this way you know completely yeah so you like it more than than in this specific term that you like this more than it is in latin america that is very formal and very yes there is very everything is easy going you know like the people go with the flow the people they don't take uh as I say, you know, sometimes they are like unpolite because they really don't care about it. Mm-hmm. And I think in the European, they're more like, like square. No, I don't want to say square mind, but more square like mind. organized and this mm-hmm. and that. And actually, I was talking with my husband about that for something American. Every time they, they ask you for something by email, they want to have like, you know, in, in, in the companies in the States, they have like a manuals for everything, you know, like a, to follow these to workflow here in Israel, like how do I use this one? Like, do you have a manual or a workflow? Mm, no, we really don't have one. So mm-hmm. look, click here, there, blah, blah, blah. And the Americans, like, of course, I have a workflow of how to open PowerPoint, you know, like mm-hmm. very, very structured very nice on one hand. Exactly. Like, yes, like, here's more like, yes, let's go with the flow. Yes, more like, and here the, the people say like I, I don't know I want to buy a software okay just go and choose a software that you want to, yeah. <laughs> to purchase for your company yeah. the Americans like why you need one so like, give me a presentation about the reason or, uh, a 
presentation of the reason why I need to a software in order to to start my my my, my job. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like very here's so. So very, here, basically, it's it's way more like, as you said, like on the go. Like you people do things without like the whole structure, just like very spontaneous. One could exactly. say exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes. Interesting. You know that in the startups, like everybody does everything. Yeah, of course. You know, the marketing is the sales, and the sales is as well the uh, R and D, and yeah. like multitask. Interesting. That's very interesting. And would you say that it also translates to the flexibility in like jobs and jobs hours, especially for someone like yourself that has like small children? Would you say that the society is more and the work culture is more accepting to young kids than in Mexico? Wow, of course, here is like, wow. I mean, that, that, what, it's one thing. You have the European, Europeans that will complain because they have like a one year of maternity leave. Yeah. But, but this is on one hand. On the other hand, you have Latin America. When, I when in Mexico, we have like 40 days, four years, four zero days. Or? For maternity leave. Wow, that's nothing. So it's, it's nothing. And here in Israel, you have like three months, like paid. And then you have like a, up to one year, seven months, like mm -hmm. months, depends on the company, you know? So are you kidding me? Like for me, it's like heaven. And in the companies here, you have these summer camps for your child. Yes. So you can bring them to the office and they do like a funny day for their families. And then you can keep it in the office one day when they're on vacations or in Purim on the holidays. Like for me, I mean, if you ask, maybe if you ask an European, it's going to be different, their perspective. Of course. But if you ask me, it's like heaven. Even my friends in Mexico, they're like, wow, like so cool. Very flexible. Even in the companies, you have like a certain amount of days, like sick days for sick days, sorry, for your child. Yeah. So you can, besides your vacations, you know, you can take one of these days every time that your, your kid is sick. Even though their companies are very flexible, at least in the mind that I was the company that used to work, they understand because all of them they have family, they have kids. So exactly. they understand you have to go to your to your house on time to have mm -hmm. dinner with your family, to spend time with your kids. So they do a lot of activities for the families as well. They are very flexible with the with the moms, like uh, with the working moms. But, I mean, there's a lot of opinions, but on my personal opinion, it's great, you know. And and what, but that's very interesting because from my experience, Latin American culture is also very family oriented, and family is very important. But for some reason, from what I understand from you the importance does not translate into the workplace in a place like Mexico, whereas here it does. Am, am I correct? Completely. You're totally correct. Interesting. So in Mexico, for example, they would be less accepting for you, for example, needing to stay at home with your child or anything like that. You can get fired just only for, for those kind of things too. After you like wow. miss work for a couple of days or anything, you can even get fired. Actually, I was just like watching one of my, it's not a friend of mine, but it's one of my colleagues from, from school, like from my entire life at school. And she was complaining that she got fired from, from her company because of that, because she's like mother of twins wow. and she got divorced and she got fired because she was doing like a, like 
full time extra hours because it's not only your 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 time. You need to do all the time like extra hours, you know, or really? even even the weekends. Of wow. course, in Mexico is like so common. So that's the reason because and now she got a new job in a company more flexible, more nice, and she was doing like a lecture about like how bad is our society right now mm-hmm. that no it's not here something you know here i was pregnant and i received a call from another company for an interview because i told them like first i'm not interested and second one i'm pregnant and they say like it's fine we can hire you even if you're pregnant Mm -hmm. and i got like a like two like these um uh, interviews like a request for interviews even though that i'm pregnant you know and they know that i can i'm going to miss work for maybe even more than five months. Yes. And they were really like, we don't care in Mexico that will never happen. Even in Mexico, really? you, you you are even afraid to say that you're pregnant. Really? My boss told me like, wow, congratulations, so nice. Finally, you got the second one. And in Mexico, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, oh my God, you know, like so different. Wow, that's very interesting. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, so I would like to ask you now a bit of a different question, if that's okay. If you, you've been here eight years, almost, more or less, could you... Oh, eight already. Eight already? Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> could you tell us, please, one a story or an experience that you've had that you feel is very Israeli, something that is very typical that you believe would not happen in another place? Well, the, you know, like the people going to a line, it's driving me crazy. <laughs> One time as well, it was, it's something that I really, really hate, even in the cars and everything. Once, I remember I was in the Tifton, like it's like the supermarket here. Yeah. And then I was doing a in a line. And in the moment that I was about to pay, one girl coming to the line. And I told her like, excuse me, I'm about to pay. Can you see these two apples? Yes. They are mine. So I put it there to save my place. Oh, wow. So she put like two apples in the cashier, went to buy all the stuff. Wow. And she came back at the moment that she wants. And she said like, this is my place because I put two apples there Oof. since the beginning. Oof. Are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? So you're telling me you're going to the lunches because you have two apples like here, like since the beginning. So, this, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, they go into the line and as well, they save their places in the line wow. to just like go to do the groceries that is it's something that really for me it's like so like so israeli you know yeah and what else wow I would, like, I, like, um, I would like to ask you another question if i could can you please speak to the part of how it is to be first of all a woman in israel compared to latin america and also uh, and, sorry, in, and also how in terms of personal security and like the ability to go out at night to do things after hours. How different is it for you? Completely, Please. completely different. Like, like, like this, you know, like, <laughs> completely, yeah. you know, and this is one of the reasons. And I mean, besides my, my husband, that he is from Israel and, I, course, love, and I love to live here because I'm very happy living here. Uh, but one of the reasons that me and some of my friends, we are agree is the security here in Israel. It's a, uh, amazing you know me as a woman is like i feel so secure like me going being a mom and i had a chance to go out for with my friends for like a drinks or whatever and came back at 12 1 a.m take a take a cab 
take a bus when the train is not open. But I never feel like like insecure here, you know, like walking on the streets in the middle of the night. Never, never, mm. never, never. Interesting. Never. It's like amazing. The guys here is not like a arrestment. They don't like have say like a when when you they, when you do this like blowing like in the in the street like say like a piropo you know like mamacita. Wow. Oh never, God. never. If I go next to a construction or anything, I never feel like someone is going to say something to me or they are looking at me. Not at all. And you can see here in Tel Aviv, the, because it's very hot, the girls go and are walking with like mini shorts, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like short, short. <laughs> like, yes. like, and nobody cares. And nobody like look at them or say something or the yeah. guys. No. And no. just just to, to clarify for listeners who are not, who are not, do not know how it is in Latin America, you're saying that For example, in Mexico, you you wouldn't feel comfortable walking next to a construction site or taking a taxi alone at night. Are you kidding me now? You know, in my hometown, one girl just like died because she was so when she took a taxi and the taxi was driving for another direction. Oh, my so God. She, was, she was so afraid that she opened the door, fell from the car and oh, she I... hit her, uh, her head, head and she died. So she died because she know what's going to happen to the, you know, this, this kind of like a crazy stories in Mexico. Like every day you see like a news of someone kill like a woman, kill a girl. So rape someone. It's like, it's not, it's not a life like, you know, and here, okay, maybe those kind of things happen, but it's not like, it's not like common. Mexico, like yeah. every day, not only one, like, A lot of cases like the, and the ones are like in, in in the news who knows how many the people they don't speak about it you know so wow no even uh, now that I'm a, a mom as well you know it's very interesting about the security with the kids is the same yeah that, that's something that I think sometimes us the locals don't really appreciate completely the ability to walk alone at night to have a kid walk alone to the store to buy something in a lot of other places you Um, that's not something that you could do and a lot of Israelis are not exactly aware yes exactly you know I mean this is a very funny story and I'm always wants to to, to show it and to bring it to the conversation once I was with my son he's like uh, now he's like three years mm-hmm. three years old and once he was not behaving well so I told him like Leo if you don't behave well, The guy who is coming to pick up the kids will come for, from uh, will come and pick you up mm-hmm. in Mexico we call it like robachicos is someone who who still kids yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. who take kids from the street you know okay so my husband looked at me and say like who and I told him like yes the, the guy who come and pick up the kids and my husband is like who is he like your mom <laughs> never threat you with this guy and my husband like Who wants to come and pick up kids? And I told him like, well, America and in Latin America, it's a market, you know, there are people like tons of kids like being oh. stolen, taken from their families every day. And my Oof. husband, are you kidding me? He like, never happened here in Israel. Like, no, <laughs> like, wow, really so cool. So imagine like the difference between my husband, like was surprising, chucking that someone 
it's wants to to steal a kid from the street and yeah. i was in shock that's knowing that here in israel that that kind of things like never happen and never cross from your mind you know interesting so so you're saying that for him he was shocked that these things happen in mexico and you were surprised that it doesn't happen here basically exactly yes wow. <laughs> that is a strong story wow yeah. interesting funny what it's like See, my husband like, are you what? And then you are asking me to go to live in Mexico. It's like, never mind. Forget about what I said. <laughs> no, like, wow. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Wow. Um, so the last thing I would like to ask you, could you or do you have uh, some sort of message or a tip or anything related to a, any future couples that are uh, mixed couples, as we call them, any advice or anything or anything you would like them to know or or just to share you know on from my side it's very easy just follow the rules if they are asking you like this paper this paper this paper just bring it to the to the to the to the interview mm-hmm. it's very easy like even my husband always say like just follow the rules follow what they ask you for And that's all, you know, it's on, on one hand, it's, it's true, you know, like, and uh, I never have like any issue, like, thanks, thanks God, mm-hmm. but uh, w- with, with this, what they ask for, you know, like pictures, letters, lawyers, you know, like, yeah. I think you are following the rules and you're not hiding anything. Everything is as for you as well, guys, you know, like you're not hiding anything. Yeah give you the things on time and it's okay I know it's like a little bit like pain being calling and interviews and it takes a, a lot of time but I found it more complicated in other countries in some countries they ask you even for to pass like an exam for mm-hmm. history about the country to pass an exam about the language about the country mm-hmm. here they, they ask you for such a things like that you know yeah. in the state they ask you for to be there for 10 years without go out from the country like And the people, yeah. they don't appreciate those kind of things, you know, like there are countries that are even more tough yeah. and even harder. And as well, just go with the flow. And sometimes the girl, that, uh, most of the girls that I know, not, not most of the girls, but people who are getting, I don't know, hard to live here or like they don't like so much at the beginning. It's just very, it's not so easy. I, I can understand we miss our home, we miss of our course. family, we miss our friends, but If you go with the flow and you try to involve more here to appreciate what you want what, what you have to enjoy everything like what Israeli brings to you or provide you provides you it's it's easier you know sometimes we want to implement or our thoughts or things here mm-hmm. and it won't work you know it's like if I'm coming here and I want to put a torch here in the middle of the So no, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I need to understand and I, it's, I don't know how to say it in English as, as, as well, but it's like, there's a very nice quote, like, a donde vayas, haz lo que vieres, like, wherever you go, do what they are like doing yeah. somehow. I don't know what is the, the, the quote like in English, no, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But somehow like this, you know, like, go and do what they are doing, you know, and of course, don't. Don't forget about your your values, your your, your culture. Your roots. But don't try yeah. to 
implement or mm-hmm. be like close mind just be a little bit more open mind you know and try mm-hmm. to enjoy interesting thank you that's great advice and it was a very good interview so thank you very much you <laughs>